We're going to start now. Daf Daldamud Aleph. And the two dots, the Mesechta Chagigo, where we start from last year. So uh, the Mishnah had a few cases, a few really categories that the Mishnah was pattering and uh, showing how not everybody is chayev in the mitzvah of Aliyah Leregel and bringing a carbon. So last time, last uh, tour that we discussed last time was the tour of Shaita. We saw Machloikes, what level of uh, proofs do we need to have uh, have clarity that the, the person is a Shaita, is Potter Mikala Terakula, is Potter from Mitzvahs. And we had the Machloikes between Ravun and Abiyakarot. Does the person need to act in three different ways that are usually done by Shaitim? Or one is enough? And we explained how all of these cases is when he does a derech shtus. Derech shtus, as Vidal Tareb explains, means that there is no other explanation besides the fact that he's a shaita. That's the only explanation that we have, apparently. And the chidush of Ravuna is to say that nevertheless, we will require the person to go through three different uh, behaviors in order for us to establish that he's taka shaita. And why is that? Because Ravuna holds, you could be toilet. You have to say, amrinon, you have to basically consider and say maybe the, 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 the weird behavior that he's doing, although he's doing it, which means although we don't have any other reasoning, uh, apparent reasoning for why he's doing this Mishugasan, he's really doing it maybe, says Ravuna, for, for rational reasons. And therefore you only need, you, you need all three behaviors in order for you to conclude that he's Takar Shait. The Maskarot Allah is like Rabbi Yechonon and like the Gemara says that we have a Braisa that says a fourth behavior. And that is Hameabit Kolmash Noisimloi. In truth and Paskim, there's a big Harichus that perhaps not only these four behaviors that the Gemara listed to us are proofs for a person to be a Shaita, but also any other behavior that the regular people, society considers to be out of the norm is enough for us to prove and establish that a person is a Shaita. Today we're going to discuss a completely different tour, and that is a tour not related to Kalatera Kula, like the ones we had until now regarding a cheresh, a shoite, and a cotton. Today we're going to learn, we're going to start learning the pturim that are related especially to the mitzvah of re'iyah, v'elas re'iyah. So let's start, the line is the seventh line from the top of the Amud, Amud daf dalad Amud alef, zagdi gemar revetumtum v'adroginois, having the Mishnah that otumtum and androginois, again otumtum is a person that is not clear, usually it's not clear if he's a male or a female, it's someone that has a covered um, a piece of skin, a piece of skin that's, that's covering the area of the genitals, and that's why it's, un, it's undefinable, it's, un, it's, it's, it's unknown if he's really a male or a female. Androgynois is a person that has both the simonim, both uh, a volume of, of a male and a, and, and a female. So, the Gemara, Tanurabon, we learned in a Mishnah, in the Brice, Zachoir, if the Torah would have said Zachoir, that is enough for us. We are patterning from that word, the Noshim, the ladies. But since it says your males, which is not necessary, it could have said, I call Zachur every male. Why does it say your male? To take out and patter also a tumtum and androgynous. But on the other hand, it says every male, which is adding someone lechiv, not liptur. So again, if I say yours means that I'm not just saying any male, it's your male, which is specifying a certain degree, a, 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 a very strong male. Kal is really doing the opposite, is amplifying 
and saying any meal is really chayiv in the mitzvah of Yeray Kol Zechurcha. And that's why the Braissa says, L'Rabbo, he says, Achtay. So now the Gemara starts analyzing. Let's see Rashi first on the word Zachur. says, Rashi, Im Nemar Zachur, Ein Lechalehoiti Elois Hanoshim. If it would have said only Zachur, so that's Taki saying males, and that would pattern Noshim, but not the Tumtum Vadreginis. But Achshel Shenemar Zachurcha, so Ba Lehoiti, Aftumtum Vadreginis, Im Hanoshim. It's a hemshik of the Ptur of Zachur, of a male, the fact that we're patterning also Noshim and Tumtum Vadreginis, which are obviously part of the category of people that are not 100% a regular male. Let's start. You just said in the Braisa, the Tari, you said in the Braisa Zachur, why do I need a Pasuk? The mitzvah of going up to the base of Mikdash on Yom Tev on the Shlesha Regalim is a mitzvah Sasesh as Mangram. It's absolutely time defined. Call mitzvah Sasesh as Mangram on Noshim Pturois. So why do I need a Pasuk? By default, a lady is potter from such mitzvahs. Says Rashi, Noshim Ptura is Beperekama de Kiddushin Yalfinallah. There's a long ariches in Rashi in the Gemara in Kiddushin. By the way, this is a Stama joke, but it's a cute one. The story goes about a Bacher being approached by a person on Mitzvahim. Why don't you put Tfilin on ladies? So he just wanted to show her that it's a serious deal and Tfilin is not, uh, not about uh, one liners on social media. He told her, look, if you have time, let's sit down, let's learn Talmud. Bavli, Sechta Kedushin, there's two and a half pages analyzing and figuring out what's Taka, the reason, and what's the sources, and what forces us to, to come to this conclusion that ladies are part of Mitzvah Sasechah's Mangram. Right. Zagdi Gemara Itzrich, no, I need here a Pasuk in the Mitzvah of Sri'iyah, a clear Pasuk to teach me that Isha is part of why. So, Kodaito Chamino, it would have come up to my mind to, to say, Neilef Re'iyah Re'iyah. We should learn the Gzeirah Shava that we had already in Daf, Gimel Amudalev, the Gzeirah Shava that is combining the two mitzvahs of Re'iyah to see and come to the Beis HaMikdash to be seen, which we have in Mitzvah Sadiyah Regel of Shleish HaRegalim of every Yom Tev, and the Mitzvah Sadiyah of Hakel. Ma'alehala Noshim Chayov is just like by Hakel, it's a clear posuk that Noshim ladies are Chayiv. So I would have said, Avka Noshim Chayov. I would have had a minute that here, as well in the mitzvahs of Aliyah Regal, also ladies are chayv, although the Pasuk doesn't say that clearly. Kamash Malon, that's why the Pasuk, by saying the Zachur, your males, is coming to tell us that no, that by mitzvahs of the Iyah of Shleisha Regalim, you have to only come if you are a, a man. Zok Trashi, Mehakel, the Havena, mitzvahs of Seishas Mangramo, Venoshim Chayovis. So that's why that would be not a, um, uh, but the, the, the default would not work here, because just like by Hakel it doesn't work, same thing I would have thought by Shleisha Regalim doesn't work. So I'll write the Gemara. Omar Mar. Okay, so you resolve to us, explain to us why we need a Pasuk for Noshim Ptunis. What's about the next? Omar Mar Zechurcha, Lehoitzi Tumtum Vandreginis. So the Gemara, Bishleimo, Beseidir, it's in peace to say, Andreginis, Yitzrich. We need a Pasuk to teach us that a person that has both male and female simonim. So Kodai Tochamina would have said, Hoyil Vea Yisle Tzad Zachru, since he has a side, the aspect of being a male. Lechayev. He should be chayiv, komash malon. That's why the Torah has to teach us know the barrier between that it is considered a un, a, a, a uncategorized or really a separate type of barrier. In other words, there is a gender, there is not gender. There is a sex that is male, then female, then there is something else, a third category, which that is androgynous. And that's a barrier between 
And this bed is potur because we need churcha. We need dafke, that category of a male. So in other words, what turns out from the Gemara is that the Gemara is saying the chidush of the Torah is within Gidre androgynois. Not, that's what it sounds like. Not pshat din in hilchis re'iyah, in hilchis aliyah l'regel. That what if aliyah l'regel to be chayiv, you have to be a full-on zohar and not have a tzad nakvus. Rather, the chidush is in Gidre androgynois. Androgynois is not one that has both tzadim. Rather, androgynois is a very big Now the truth is that very big is a machlekes tanoim. And uh, it's not so simple to say that this is the halacha that we consider on Reginois 100% a Berio Bifniatsu. So uh, that's why even the Mefarshim say that no, that Berio Bifniatsu is the way to say that a Androgynois, even according to the opinion that it has both sides, a Tzadzachrus and Tzadzachrus, but the fact that it has both sides makes already Tzadzachrus not as pure, not as, not, as, not as the same as a Zachar Legamri, as a full on male. Okay, so this is Gemara says that, that I understand. That I understand that I would have had I have a minute to say that Andreginus is high. But tum tum sfeikahu. Mi itrichral miutis fekah. This is a general Gemara question that we have in other places in Shas. What do I need a Pasuk for if what you're coming to exclude is a suffix bimitsius? If it's a suffix bimitsius, I don't the Pasuk the Torah is coming to clarify Dini. It's coming to clarify what does the Torah want? What's the reality of things? That's a suffix in our world. The tale has to come to tell us that a suffix is patur. That's a, that's a problem we have. So usually, Rashi Taki explains that do I need a pasuk to resolve for me a suffix by Adebish says there's no sveikas. Adebish says he's a chai of a patur. In our case, that it would make us patur, in other words, what we're doing is patur. So it basically means that if we don't know, then then, uh, then he's patur by default. And this is a big chidush also, obviously, in Dina Isfekis, in how Suffolk works in general. Let's see Rashi. Omar Krolim Yut Isfek, also Krolim Yut Isfek, a bitmiya. Why is this a bitmiya? Lama Likra, why do I need a pasuk? From what kind of approach would we be able to be mechayev? In other words, if a pasuk, if a person is is in a Suffolk, if a person is not sure, is he chayev or patur? Min there's no way you could be mechayev. And this is obviously showing us the Pashtus that Rashi holds, like the Rambam, that Sveika de Raisa Lechumra is the Rabbonim. That the fact that Chachamim tell us always that a Sveika cannot de Raisa, you have to be Machmir, that Kufa is really of the Karas Chachamim. The way the Torah works, Mamish, Mitzah Torah itself, a Sveika is Potter. And that's what it sounds like from Rashi here. Now, the thing that is usually is accepted to learn that Lav Dafke Rashi here learns, like the Rambam, Sveika de Raisa Lechumra is Midei Raisa. There's in fact many Makaris to say that sorry that's Midrabanon. There's many Makaris to say that according to Rashi in a Suffolk, a Suffolk de Raise is the Khumra that Gufe Midir Raise. Like the Raj Badaran, like the later Akhrainim. It's not really clear the status in Rashi. But in Karamokim Laharich, if anyone has the Kvetch to, to learn and explain why Dafke here, there would be a Dean of Mehecha Tesan Lechiuve, Adirabe would help in the making a seder maybe that this is not a rashi that points to one direction let's continue weiter in the omud the gemara has an answer the gemara says why do i need a suffix why do i need a pasuk to be mimiyat a suffix in other words you were asking me if it's a suffix there's no way i'm mechaiv anyways so i don't need a pasuk to make him potter 
זה בקרידוש. רש"י says, רוץ ביצו מבחוץ, אוקט רש"י, אלא שהגיד תומון, דביצים יוקצי דביצים באות, תגיד, דעבר is hidden, דהוב עדי זוכר. Here we know for sure he's a male, and nevertheless he's not fully visible as a male. Hilkoch it's the clothing mute. It's a big chidush of the pasuk, and the pasuk is telling us that the churcha that until you're not clearly 100% visualized as a as a male, you are chayiv, you are patur. Although we know for sure that essentially the person's sex is a male. Right. Talk to Gemara Marmar. Call the churcha. What's the last part of the brayz? So stake not liptur, rather lichiuf. The fact that Torah says calls the churcha, the rabbi says aktanim, that is mechayiv also children. Check the Gemara. The hotnan, but we learn talking the Mishnah. Chutz mecheresheit to the koton. We also have a ptur of a koton, which is this is really the first place that the Gemara is addressing directly. The Gemara, the Torah, the Mishnah's ptur of a koton. We discussed clearly cheresheit and a koton. We was not was not discussed. Here the Gemara is asking, based on this brayso, brayso tells us we're mechayiv a koton because it says calls the churcha. But Lechura, it's, uh, it's Potter. Potter is, uh, uh, the Mishnah says also it's Potter. It's Potter Mechala Mitzvah. Om Rabaye Lekashi. Kam Bekoton Shigia Lechinuch. Kam Bekoton Shiloi Higia Lechinuch. Says Rabaye, I'll tell you. When a cotton is Higia Lechinuch, that's what the Torah's Marbe calls a Churcha. When a cotton is Loi Higia Lechinuch, that's what the Mishnah is Memayat and says that he's Potter. Frag Gleich the Gemara. But cotton Shigia Lechinuch, the Rabononi. That's what the Rabbanon, it's not the Raisa. Why would he even say that, uh, why would he consider the Torah to be Mechaev, a cotton? And you're gonna, the Pshara, the Biur would be because he's Igiyah Lechinuch, the whole concept of Chinuch is a Rabbanon. Answers the Gemara in Yitake right, Hochinam Yitake Azei, the cross, Machto Bealmo. The Raisa here is bringing a posture just as a Smachto. Now, just wanna point two things. Number one, Cotton, the word cotton, we already saw in the Mishnah that it's a very ambiguous word in our Mishnah because the Mishnah continues saying, Ezehu cotton, and we right away understood already from the Mishnah that we don't mean Ezehu cotton in the ratio because in the ratio, when it says cotton, it means any cotton under Bar Mitzvah is potter minatero. When it says Ezehu cotton, it means what cotton is chayev miderabonon. So obviously, it's somewhat of a difference between what a cotton means, leptur minatero, what a cotton means, lechiv miderabonon in the inn of him. The second thing to point out is Asmachta Be'alma is not a joke. It's not, it's not something you say, we were bored, so we also found the possible to, to, to be make Asmachta to a Darabonon. Rishonim learned that Asmachta is, is mechazek very much to Darabonon, it, it brings it to a new level, it makes it a Darabonon that has a different toikif. So this is why it could be that in our mission, in Afghan our mitzvah, sorry, of mitzvah of Aliyah Regel, which is also similar to Hakil, there's a smachto in this mitzvah specifically that is a mitzvah of chinuch of children to be mekayim the mitzvah salirah and that's further maybe the reason why in the mishnah when we say ezu cotton it's not taki mufrach that the word cotton the mishnah bepashtus knew that a cotton is chayev in the chayev midin chinuch of alirah and that's the machlekes b'shama b'silil what degree of age does the cotton need to have. But what's the pasuk coming to teach us? You're telling me that this is asmachta, which means that it's not really a drasha gemura. It's not really a chiv minatayra that a cotton needs to go to Yerushalayim. So what's the word kol zechurcha doing? What's this kol minatayra? What is it doing? What is it? What is it teaching? Answers the gemara lekedachayim. As we see, Abraisa okay, the tanya chayim, 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 the t
someone that collects the the soya of, of of dogs, the 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 soya of dogs has a power is a very very strong fertilizer and it's also very strong um, as chemicals that make other types of uh, of skin of leathers uh, smooth. It's uh, why would he collect this uh, this product? He would collect it for the benefit of leather. They pull it out of the ground and then you have to take the copper and melt it together so you have blocks of copper. And that, these people that are operating with these objects, with these products, have a very bad smell. They cannot go up to Yerushalayim with their friends because of the fact that they are so smelly. How do we know that that's a tnai? The abursi, last category, is someone that actually works on the leather itself. And he's operating with all kinds of chemicals that make him very uh, bad smell. All of the males, So the word call, according to this is not coming to teach us a chidush of uh, regarding a certain category of people. Rather, the hadgosha is the fact that all of the people have to be coming together. And that automatically pull, takes out, is, is patterning people that cannot join a full-on group because because people would have been, people are disgusted by walking together and uh, going to Yerushalayim together with them. Now, it's important to, to, to mention that the Rambam doesn't paskin like uh, this, uh, this deo, la halacha. Rather, the Rambam brings talk of the fact that these people cannot go up to Yerushalayim in the status that they are, but on the other hand, they have a chiyuv to go ahead and become uh, purified, metarin, which means they, metarin gufan, they, they basically get cleaned up, they change their clothing, they smell good, and at that point they're chayv. In other words, the chiyuv of re'iya is uh, the fact that they're patur doesn't make them, doesn't mean that they're patur from during their ishtadlus to become chayv. It means that in their current status, they're not able to go up to Yerushalayim and attack a patur. But they have a chiyuv to be metar themselves and go up Yerushalayim. It's not clear if this guf is the opinion of Acherim, this is what the, the Meir, who is Acherim, is saying, or the Rambam is really not passing like Acherim. Says the Gemara Vait. So Nashim Bishlem was like the Gemara, Nashim Kedamaron, Zoktrashim Kedamaron Zochur, Lehitia San Nashim, Takem Mitzah, the Mitzah Sasisha's Mangroma, we would not succeed to make them potter because we have a Gzera Shava from it, Mitzah of Hakil, but since in the Aliyah Leregal is a possible that says Zochur, a male, that makes a Yisha potter. Elavadi Minolomba, why do we say that our Eved is potter? Omar Ravune says Ravune, Omar Kara, El Peneho Odin Hashem, you have to come to your master, to the master Hashem, Mishaenu Yala Odin Echod. This is talking, referring, says Rav Huna, the Torah is with this, with, with, the, with emphasis, emphasizing that you're coming to see a master Odin, it's coming to tell us that if you have another Odin, or at least we pull out, we understand from this, that if you have another Odin, because you're an Evid, then you're part Why is Rav Huna coming with a pastor? Because it's a unique, unique pastor in the midst of, of, of the Iyah. Let's see. Call Mitzvah Sheisho Chayav is Evid Chayav. Every mitzvah, any mitzvah that a isha is chayev, or evet is chayev. Kol mitzvah she'en o isha chayev is ba'en o evet chayev. We know that a mitzvah of isha and avodim go together. The gomar, because we have a gzir ha'shava, lo lo mi isha. 
Both cases is talking about one a husband writing to his wife a get Christus. The other one is talking about a master not releasing his uh, female slave. The Gzirashav of Lala is teaching us, besides many dinim regarding Shikhrur, it's also teaching us that there is a comparison in the mitzvahs that are Isha and Eved Archai of Potter. Answers the Gemara you're right. Eved by default is Potur, the moment Aisha is Potur, although Aisha would be Chayev, but nevertheless, the fact that Zohar is Patering Aisha, we would not be able to be Chayev Eved, although the Ptur of Aisha is not coming, rather because of the mute of Zohar. The moment Aisha is Potur, that's, that automatically makes Eved Potur. Dr. Ravina, so why do we need a Pasuk? And what's taki the Gemara, the Mishnah's Kavano, when the Mishnah says that Eved is Potur? He's talking about an Eved who is half, Eved, half Ben Chayrin. So the Gemara, they konami. This Kataki be pulled out uh, and, 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 and seen in the Gemara, in the Mishnah, the Ketani, Noshim, Vavadim, She'inon, Meshukhrarim. My She'inon, Meshukhrarim. What does it mean that an Eved who is not Meshukhrarim? Why would the Mishnah say an Eved who is not set for free? If it means to say that an Eved who is not at all is set for free, so listen to Avodim Stama. She's just saying, Eved, a slave, that's a slave. It's like saying a, 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 a wife, a wife who is not divorced. A wife is not divorced. That's what it means. Rather, it means that they're not fully set for free, but they are partially set for free. Who was it talking about? So we talk about this Duke, like Ravi learns. The Duke in the mission is teaching us that when is a Eved Potu, that is the Chidush of the, of the Limud of Ravuna, El Pnei Ha'odin Hashem, that is a Chidush brought in the case of Chetzi Eved, Chetzi Mukhoi. If it would have been a full Eved, we don't need any possible, because the moment a Isha is Potu, a full Eved is also Potu. Here in this case, he became a Chetzi Ben Chayin. Oh, see so if it's a Chetzi Ben Chayin, then he cannot be patterned from the fact that he's just like a Isha, because he's not just like a Isha, half of him, he has a Tzad Chiyu. If he has a Tzad Chiyu, he should have been Chayev to go to Yerushalayim. Why is he Potur? Because we come and tell you, yes, he has a Tzad Chiyu, because he's a Chetzi Ben Choyin. But the fact that he's Chetzi Eved, in the specific mitzvah of Ali Al-Regel, makes the person Potur, because you don't have a Odin Echad. The fact that he has even halfway, an other Odin, automatically is already not the case that Tzad is talking about, El Pnei Odin Hashem, when Hashem is your only Odin. Now, if you remember, Namud Beis, we learned already that Mishnah Reina, based on the, on Beis Hillel's Hidoi, Beis Hillel agreeing with Beis Shammai, that we forced the Odin to set for free the Eved, although he has a half a Bailus on him, since he, he's messing up the Eved regarding Priya Virivya. Yeah, so the Gemara said that in that case, once we, we force, we established that Allah is that we force the, the master to set the Eved for free completely, and even before he gets set for free completely, he's Chayev in the mitzvah of Aliyah Regel, and that Ravina is Moidatu. Why is that? So Rashi said, because once he's forced, once the Odin is forced to set the Eved for free, Kemi Shemeshukhrodami, it's as if he's already freed. So really, if you look in other Rashi's, in other Mesechtas, Rashi says it even clearer, he says, if the Odin is under under constraint, under, under being uh, forced and obligated by the Bezdin, any moment, Set the Evid for free, so the Evid is not really Odinachir. He doesn't really have another master. Even that half part of him that is an Evid is not really under a master subjugated because he knows, and it's obvious that it's on the way out. He's about to be set for free completely based on Bezdin's Psak and Chiyuv that Bez Hidl and Bez Shami already agree upon.
Let's continue with the last part of the uh, of the Talmud that's going to continue in the next Talmud. That's the last set of Pturim that we have regarding the Mishnah's uh, list of Pturim that are that are related specifically with the mitzvah of Re'iyah of Aliyah Le'regel. V'achigir, v'asuma, v'chayle, v'azok. So we have four things. Chigir is a person that women still can't work properly. Asuma is a person that cannot see. V'chayle is a sick person. V'azokin is an elderly person. Let's see. And Rashi, sorry, in the previous Gemara, in the previous Sugi, Rashi clearly said the, the concept of the Mishnah Rashi, like we learned in the first Talmud. So this is Rashi here, sorry for mentioning it from other Rashis. It's, uh, it's in other Mesechtes as well. But Rashi clearly says that the Svara, the Limud is although he's yet not set for free, it's it's in our hands and it's about to happen. Okay. What's the word Regalim telling us? Besides me be, being the translation of Regalim, moments which comes to tell us that it's in three moments of the year, you have to go up to Yerushalayim. It's coming to take us to, to, to exclude a person that is walking on the Balei Kabayim, like we learned in the previous uh, in the previous days in Naf Gimel. How a person that is walking on Stretches on on, on, on on pieces that are replacing his feet. He's put why? Because he's not really walking on his feet. Another way of learning the Ptur of Raglaim says the Gemara Regalim Prat Lechiger Ulesuma Five categories are all put from the fact that the Torah tells us you have to go up with your feet. This is obviously another way of reading the word Regalim. Rashi says, why is there a Dovar Acher? Because as we learned previously in Avgimu, really the Ptur of a person that doesn't have his own feet, we can learn it from the fact of that, that the Torah says, Sholish Pe'omim Bashono. The Pe'omim we learned from other Psukim that could mean steps. Pa'amayim, Pa'amei Raglov. And Pe'omim basically is steps that you can take with feet, so that already takes off, takes off Balei Kabayin, a person that doesn't have feet at all. But a person that does have feet, just his walking is not proper. Here we need the Pasuk, of Shalosh Regalim, which is an additional pasuk pointing at the feet and teaching us this is another p'tur. So Hilkach says Rashi, Regalim limiuti mishetarich mishenis acher levad miraglov. It's not that he doesn't have feet, it's that he has feet, but he, need, he needs other support besides his, his own feet. Says the Gemara, V'she'ini yochalaz miraglov lasuye imai. What's this fifth case that we have in this b'raisa? We didn't see clearly in the, in the Mishnah, and that's uh, a case of... Uh, What's this Eine Yochel Alas Beraglov? You told me a wimp. You told me a person that is a chuma, a soil, a zokin. What's this Eine Yochel Alas Beraglov? Sorry, this Eine Yochel Alas Beraglov really was in the mission also. And Ashley told us as well that over there that the Gemara is going to explain. So what's this Eine Yochel Alas Beraglov? It's like the Gemara. It's a case. Amarava, la'afu, la'asuye, mefanke, dechsiv, kisavoy, l'respona, mibikesh, reis, miyatchem, romeis, chatzev. Mefanke, zoktrashi, she'en hoilchen, this is davdaldo, mudbez, people that do not walk without their shoes. And why is that a problem? When it comes to Aliyah Leharabais, when it comes to Aliyah Leregel, says Rashi, you're not allowed to walk in the Harabais with your shoe. Who asked you to come and offend and destroy my, 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 chatzeros, my yards, which is basically David Shter saying that he does not like when a person is coming without respect to the Besamikdash. So if you take you don't take off your shoes, it's also to go to Harabais, a person that is not able to. 
become potur from the mitzvah of Lila Regal because of the mitzvah that it says, Regalim, Regalim basically is coming to tell us that you have to walk your feet. So basically you're coming and you have an issue. On one hand, you have to go on your feet. You cannot be brought, let's say, on a chair, people holding you up. You have to go on your feet. Mitzvah chain, you're not allowed to walk with your shoes. So if you're not allowed with your shoes and you have to go with your feet, a person that doesn't do that at all anyways, because he's a mefunik, then he's automatically potur. Atkan is the taich of the word and this is the last p'tur that Gemara taiches when it comes to the mitzvah aliyah l'regel the p'turin of zakin of choyle and these p'turin that are basically coming back to the same nekuda a person must walk with his own feet are obviously kolul and explained once we realize that even a mefunak a person that is not necessarily really sick or old rather he just as, a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as, his, as his habit is and not just a habit, it's obviously a real thing by him. He doesn't walk without shoes, then he's takipotur from going aliyah regel because by him it's not shaykh to walk on his feet and nevertheless not have his shoes on.